welcome to our show. Where are they now? Good morning, Artie. Good morning, Bobby. How are we doing this I'm fine well. day? How are you? Oh, I'm doing wonderful. Good. You know, nice to see I'm you. I'm here. We got a wonderful guest. Two oh, guests. God. We got a great in guest the studio, today, listeners. Attention, Nikki. Uh, the show starts at ten. Wherever you are. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listeners, give us a call at seven seven three seven six three nine two seven eight. Again, 773-763-9278. My placard's missing, but I know that number by heart because oh, I, say is, it, I say it every Saturday. <laughs> you see? Isn't it good? But anyway, give us a call, listeners. Again, 773-763-9278. We got a fantastic guest speaker. I'll let Artie introduce her. Yeah, and before we here do we that, go. It, here, read this. Is there any truth to this? Has anyone lived long enough to buy a second bottle of Worcestershire? See, I'm glad you're saying it because I couldn't say Worcestershire sauce. Yeah, Worcestershire sauce. Hey, say Is that it? ten times. Say that ten times. Has it? Has it, Stephanie? Have you ever had a wow. Worcestershire sauce? Yeah. yeah. I've never had it, no. Okay. I don't even know Do if I say it right. Do they still sell it? Maybe at Thanksgiving time, huh? Do they use it for steaks? Our yeah. guest is yeah. nodding up and down. Yeah, <laughs> she uses it. All wow. right, uh, let, let me go to my notes. We can, oh, Bobby, guess Artie what? Come, Artie comes up with some strange things. <laughs> I am number seven out of ten on the contest of supremesneaker.org forward slash 2023 art Andros. Nice. I'm going for the top five this week. Congratulations. This is a contest where I can win $10,000, but more important, we're going to donate that money. I get round-trip ticket to L.A. to go see my son, even though he's coming in Monday. Oh, so he's coming in? Nice. He's coming in for the holiday. Nice. So it'll be good. So Nikki. vote for me. Yeah. And I know last week we said the um, homeless, hunger and homeless week is November 11th through the 18th. Every day you should Every help day, yep. for the hunger people. Yep. All right. Okay, I only have one little quote today. Uh, remember 988, Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. Available 24 hours a day. It's in English and Spanish. And let's get right into walking today's guest live in the studio. She, Phil, she's still beating up. She's okay. Don't be nervous. <laughs> Elizabeth Pohl, MA, Masters of, what's MA stand for? Forensic Psychology. Okay. Wow. And... Her sidekick, her trauma therapy dog, introduce your guest. Well, hello everyone. Thank you guys for having me. We'll try to get is, him over here by, by you here. This so, is Arlo. Arlo, he'll, come over here. Come get on, him over here for a second. So Put him on can, the camera, then he can go back to sleep. Come yeah. on, Arlo. So everyone can oh, see. There we go. There Put him is. on the camera for it. It takes a second. You see him, Arlo. There he is. Ah, there we go. Beautiful dog. What Thank a beautiful you. dog. This is Arlo. He is a bull mastiff. Go ahead. He works with Resilient Heroes NFP, and he is a therapy dog. Wow. Yep. There we go. He okay. Is a gentle giant. All right, do your therapy. Go ahead. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what a wonderful dog. Just yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, yes. my God. He is a big, 
He's so well behaved. He is. Yeah. This is this is the most excitement not... you're gonna get from hey, him. Hey, Elizabeth, yeah. I'm this glad, is him on a wild I'm glad day. He's not a lap dog. <laughs> right. You well, he I mean? thinks he is. Sometimes <laughs> we he had thinks... Ari. I'm glad he's not a lap dog. He does. That's right. He's a Chihuahua sometimes. That's dog weighs listener over 200 pounds. He is 200 What's, pounds. Uh, John Garrido's dog's name was it Pebbles? Sergeant Pebbles? Uh, or I Rebels? don't know. I don't remember. Rebels. 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 Oh my God! He was here sitting on the chair, and he was just. But he's probably 50. 60 pounds. Yeah. That's all. All right. Now, why don't you start with your bio, and we're, we're going to throw a winger right away, your favorite sports team. Oh, okay. So you can answer that at the end, or you can answer that now. And if you don't like sports, you might want to tell us about your favorite band, okay. hobby, whatever you like. So my, my son, Landon, has gotten me completely into... The Chiefs, because he is a diehard Chiefs oh, fan. Oh, sweet. And my nephews are big Bears fans as well as my dad, so. My condolences. <laughs> <laughs> I'm between the two, but uh, I've started Devin, to learn more you football. do a sports show. Is the Chiefs were, what's her name? Boyfriend place? Taylor? Travis, Kelsey, and Taylor Swift, That's yes. That's right. Uh, are you sure it's not for that? Chiefs nowadays without those two, right? <laughs> are you sure it's not that? It's your son? No. Oh, my, okay. my, my son is obsessed with football. Okay. And he is convinced he's going to be going to play with Mahomes eventually, and he's only eight years old. Okay. Wow. I mean, Brady played till 46, and Mahomes is Brady 2.0, so it's possible. <laughs> okay. And wow. we won't tell them about, we had guests a few weeks ago, the Chicago Honey Bears. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. In the studio. Yeah. Nice. Bobby was cheerleading hey, with Tom's and I. Bobby was having a blast. Yeah. That's it. The and, Honey Bears, yeah. they still smoking hot. What? Yeah. Like you. What? Thank you. Thank you. And, forget about it. And the last time the Bears won was when? A 1985. Ago. A while ago. That's when they got rid of the Honey Bears. Yeah. So they won two weeks ago. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, well, the championship, my yeah. friend. <laughs> Super Bowl. Uh, okay. Uh, your bio. Start from where you were born and all that good stuff. Oh, boy. Okay. No no social security numbers. Okay. No credit cards right, cool. on this show. Go ahead. All right. Cool. I thought, <laughs> I thought you guys were going to make me do that. No. no. <laughs> so I am originally from Chicago, born and raised okay. um, on the north side. And I went to uh, college at DePaul, and I did my undergrad. I'm sorry, that was undergrad. My uh, master's program was at the Chicago School of Professional Psychology, and I have a master's in forensic psychology. Wow, and interesting. Can I interrupt you? Yeah. You get that master's. He keeps saying, hey, listen, is there any problems with that? Can he keep saying, hey, listen, or is that normal? Yeah, it's his thing, right? Okay, well, yeah, got you know. It. Got it. Elizabeth knows me. I'm very outgoing. Yeah, it's his thing. And Elizabeth, as you know, I talk to everybody. Yes. Hey, yes. listen. <laughs> I tell people in high school, yeah. I was shy. Thank you. I never was like this. And they're like, you're a liar. I go, no, ask my friends from high school. I actually I went to was, Tech. too, and people don't believe that. They you just, see? like, totally want to throw something at me because they think I'm a liar. And I'm like, I yeah. swear I don't and know what happened. And you're a police officer, too. That's right. Yes. And thank I you was, for your service. Thank you thank for you. your great work. Yes. 19 years um, as a police officer. Wow. Wow. So. Amazing. So, Keep yeah, going. I've, you do great um, work. I have gone on, uh, well, once I was done with my master's and I did um, the forensic psychology work, um, I got back into, I was really in, um, interested in trauma, um, and we have this issue, we've been having an issue for years in the world of first responders and law enforcement with suicide. And I was 
very young on the job when I noticed the suicide problem that we had and when I realized that one of the biggest silent killers that we have is suicide um, and it's greater than being killed in the line of duty that right. that to me so I just sad. could not that would not set in my head I just was just not able to understand like how such a thing could be so very early on in my career there was a lot of chatter when we would have these suicides that would occur and it got my attention um, especially having gone through graduate school and really working in trauma and I, I felt that there was a need to understand it more and I noticed that there wasn't enough information that as officers we we don't have enough information about trauma about what we go through before we come on the job while we're on the job after the job um, and how a lot of these factors really play a role in having an individual kind of spiral and go down a very dark path yes, with a very yeah. horrible ending right. and so I really went on to really get involved in trying to create you know this this information to put out there to start talking to officers and first responders about you know how we experience so much trauma and we experience so much on this job cumulatively I mean for some individuals it's you know one major event for others it's many small cumulative mm -hmm. um, traumas and they they just kind of like pile up and at some point it affects you it's yeah. not a matter of if it's a matter of when it's going to catch up with you and it's going to affect you so I started doing work and getting involved in um, suicide psychological autopsies and I've taken cases where we've had officers that have taken their life by suicide and I've really gone back and we're trying to really just go on through the layers of what has come together to tell almost like it's like a picture like a story of how it began and where individuals kind of you know had risk factors that were present protective factors that diminished or were completely absent and it starts to really tell you what happens to an individual from beginning all the way to the end wow. and it's not really I mean obviously it doesn't make the situation better you know it does you're not gonna have the individual back but we can start learning more about you know the things that we need to look at or we need to um, take care of ourselves right like the self-care and how it's important for us to, to to reach out or do what we have to do to take care of ourselves so that we don't get to that point where we're already in crisis and things just go so bad yeah during these autopsies do you do like brain scans and stuff to see you know what's happened to the brain through the trauma all these you know years so, I mean you get on the force and you're officer friendly mm -hmm. as we grew up as kids an officer friendly would come to the school and bring coloring books now <laughs> you know oh, everybody's picking remember, yeah. Yeah, I remember now, that. Yeah. now you're bad because yeah. you're doing your job yeah or your hands are tied you can't do your job well, so does that the image of yeah. law enforcement has changed over the years you know what i mean yeah because we're there to help everybody okay but already as you know the image, our images have changed over the years because, you know, as you know, we're there 24-7. Correct. And we take care of everybody. Yeah. Correct. And the media plays yeah. us sometimes as being the villain and we're not. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, and, and there is some bad apples in anything in life. Say. But, again, you don't take the whole bushel of apples mm -hmm. and throw them out. You take yeah. those out if you can or, you know, and Absolutely. go on. Absolutely. I yeah. like to tell people, you know, once that 
rhetoric began of like, you know, we don't like the police or the police are bad, you know, any field of work, think about it. You, you bring up any occupation and there are bad apples in every occupation, but the majority are good, you know? And that's so right. that's something that you need to keep in the back of your mind. It's, it's easy to kind of like get sucked into this, like, you know, negative thinking, yeah, right, right? That right. everybody, the majority, like people want to jump on. But ultimately I will tell you in 19 years, the majority of the officers and other occupations I've seen, the majority of the individuals have good intentions, are doing their job the way that they're supposed to. Of course. It's just that course. we kind of like zero in on like those negative um, Absolutely. individuals. Stephanie suggesting, look at that. She's making <laughs> you look even more beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> Stephanie, you're under the weather a little bit. What happened? Did you go to some concert and you were screaming and no, hollering? What happened? No, I work with children and uh, they get sick this time of year. Don't, Devin's so. right there. Don't say that in front of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I, I just assumed that I got something, something. from a little, little head cold from All a right, child. All right, not to take away from the serious topic. Did you get your flu shot yet? Um, I have not, and it's not because I'm like anti-vax. I just am really afraid of getting shots. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. All right. Sorry to hear that. All right. So uh, when you go get the flu shot on one side, the COVID on the other, I'm going after the holidays and yeah. go for it. Yeah, you know? I mean, I definitely, I'm planning on it. I just, yeah, I, I just got to work up the courage to go. <laughs> you know. Devin, did you only, get yours yet? It only hurts no, for a few minutes. Why would Devin do that? <laughs> it only hurts for a second, you know? Uh, so, All right, so let me ask you a question. What's the difference between a therapy dog oh, good and question. a support dog? So majority of the animals that we see um, out and about are service dogs. And so those, those, those animals are there to provide a service to the individual, to their handler. Mm. Um, and then you have therapy dogs like Arlo, which are there to provide support to others. Mm. So in his case, a lot of individuals that have experienced trauma, grief, um, emotional dysregulation, and overall just, you know, are, are struggling, mm -hmm. he's a great support for them. And so when I go to trainings and I go to conferences and I speak and stuff, he is definitely there to kind of bring some calm sense of ease to individuals. And wow. Well, he's calming. Look at that. He, well, yeah. the dog's very calm. I don't yeah. think he snores, but look at the paws, how big they are. Wow. <laughs> I thought Lotus, my dog, my son's dog, had big paws, but that's... Yeah. Hey, Elizabeth, I asked her, what kind? Do you have to have a special vehicle for that small dog, 200 pounds? She has a ramp right? for I this do. dog to go up. Yes, know. I do have a, a ramp. What a beautiful pet, though. And if you and didn't have a ramp, you'd have to, no, to there's lift no them. way. Yeah. I mean, it's too difficult. Yeah, Pick them up and put them in there. That's hard. Big. No one can do that. You have to have two people, at least, to lift That's them up. It. That's it. That's you it. Know. You know. Yeah, my husband's a very strong man, and he can't get him up. It's too... Wow. Yeah, it's too hard. No. no. I don't know. Well, Elizabeth started a, a not-for-profit foundation, listeners, and it's called Resilient Heroes. Yes. And how long have you had this uh, foundation? So I've been doing work with this foundation for a little over a year now. Correct. And we are launching our Hope for Heroes project. And it's really just trying to get this psychoeducation of trauma and suicide um, to first responders across the U.S. And ultimately going in and giving information to these officers, firemen, mm. dispatchers, um, med uh, medic medics, everybody, who's anyone who's a first responder, we're trying to get them to understand 
what we're going through when we're doing this work um, and how to provide self-care for yourself. We know that it's oh, difficult to ask for help yep. and mm-hmm. to take care of ourselves because it's just in our nature to want to just jump in and take care of others yes. and do what we're supposed right. to do. But we sometimes do a lousy job of taking care of ourselves and it does it sometimes becomes too late or we don't try to take care of ourselves until it's too difficult and too, too late there's yeah. some tough times out well, there i know um you know i talk to some of the firemen especially paramedics and they go okay you're fighting fire this and that then yeah. we just lost the fireman god yeah, rest right. his soul oh, so uh, sad. yeah monday is the funeral for andrew price uh but the sad stuff they told that tell me is that a paramedic will go to a call and there's somebody that's hung themselves yes. and they could be a young child, yes. you know, yeah. oh, and that's trauma yeah. on yes. them. I mean, yeah. it might, see. you know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Same thing with we, the police too. We experience you know. a lot of vicarious trauma where it does, hasn't necessarily something traumatic hasn't necessarily happened directly to us, but we're there witnessing what these individuals have experienced and that's traumatic and we carry that. So it's, it's time to start talking about this very difficult subject. Um, we have to start talking about what, what it all entails, what happens from beginning to end, how we can learn from that, right? And then become proactive to right. make sure that we start taking care of, of of ourselves and be able to do the job, you know, during our careers, after our careers, we don't drop dead as we retire. Yeah, you God know, right. forbid. It's a God lot. Forbid, it's, yeah. right. it's a lot, and it needs to be addressed. You said earlier, what, last week, four L.A. Yes. county sheriffs? Uh, yes, our condolences to yeah. oh, the L.A. Sheriff's Department. Wow. Uh, four, uh, four of their um, officers in one day. Oh, in one day? Yes. Oh, God. Were they shot in the line of duty? No, suicide. No. Oh, my suicide, God. Suicide, Bobby. I didn't hear that. Yeah, right. Oh, my God. Yeah, our so condolences. they're having a very yeah. hard Our condolences time. to yeah. L.A. police. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. So Terrible. It's, it's time to really get the psychoeducation out to these individuals, have them understand all the things that we really aren't told. Right back in the day when we would get on the job, no one really talked about this stuff. No, you're no just, one talked about it. You're no, just thrown out there. <laughs> yeah, you were there, Bobby. Yeah, nobody in the academy. Nobody talked about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, we've we've come a long ways. I it's believe it's better now. Right. It's better now. There's more awareness. Yes, you know? we're starting to talk more about things, yeah. but we still have a ways to go. Yes, and we have a lot more that we need to understand so that we can be proactive and so we can take care of each other um, and ourselves. We've lost so many officers in Chicago police to suicide, unfortunately. Bobby, you were on the force all those years. Yeah. Do you remember having a comfort room in your police station? (laughs) No. You know, we we would go, Artie, Elizabeth, you know, we were on a homicide or, you know, a kid, you know, shot himself in the head. You know, we see a lot of bad things, but I'm telling you this for a reason. So, yes. you know, you can't really talk about it to uh, a civilian, you know, to a can't our call your wife yeah. for your kids. My wife, she couldn't care less. Yeah. You know, she cares, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but she's very understanding, but, but she, it's a different level. You don't level. want to bring that to her. And home. then you don't want to bring that to her. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we would go out and drink with our cohorts, mm-hmm. and then we would talk amongst us. Yeah. And that's how we got it out. Yeah. You know, but... Yeah. Now they don't even want you to go to any taverns or anything like that. Well, I think <laughs> the know? most important. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think the most important. You have complete validity with that because when I was young, I felt 
that immediately. I feel I think everyone feels that early on in their career where you're just like, oh, my gosh, there's this whole world. It's like a it's like another universe of of things that go on that we don't hear about. Yes. And you want to protect your loved ones mm -hmm. to not have them be traumatized by yeah. what you're taking right. on. Right. You don't want to put that on them. But I, I in training, when I talk to a lot of officers, I like to uh, explain how important it is, though, to be careful with how much we keep away, keep them away. As we're keeping those individuals away from it, we're also kind of like cutting lines of communication, and then that causes some separation. So it's a, it's a balance, right? Yeah, like right, anything else. Right, right. And as far as the socializing, yes, there was a way, um, and there have been ways that people like to um, cope, right? And yes. so sometimes going out with your team or your partners yes, and being able to easier. like yep. over a drink, talk about it and, you know, kind of get it out. Yes. It gives you a little more calmer, but I guess the most, the biggest concern is um, when you actually are taking the drinking and using it as a coping mechanism, mm -hmm. as opposed to, Hey, we're going out to kind of like let off a little steam by just, you know, getting right. together and chatting. So that's, right. that's the important well, stuff you, that we yeah, talk okay. about. Usually we get together, you know, anyway, go out have a few pops after work. Because it was a thing to do. It was. You know. That's having to drink pops. You yeah. know, we're, <laughs> we're a little older than Google. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we have a, a caller on. Uh, I think he, what's his name? First responder? What's yeah, his name? Good morning, Dave. Thanks for calling in. Where are they now? Good morning, Dave. Oh, it's, it's Steve. Oh. I'm not a first responder. Okay. I, I'm oh, a must have jumped Okay. That, That's okay. In any event. Steve, All right, I'm a good seven, morning. I'm a, good morning to you all. Hey, I'm a 74-year-old, uh, lifelong Chicago suburbanite, et cetera. And I, I just think that the work that, you know, your three professions do is too often taken for granted. But I would ask our listeners, so who are you going to call? We know there aren't any Ghostbusters. That's right. But when we're, <laughs> right. you know, we... I've experienced burglaries in homes that I've owned. I, I saw a neighbor's house go up in flames. I've had to call uh, the paramedics for my uh, father's now deceased. Uh, and I had a child who had some severe emotional problems a while back, many years ago. But, but the, my point is, you all are there, and you all are way too many times taken for granted and i for one anymore when i see someone of your profession i'll often go out of my way and just say something to the effect of i thank you for your service i thank you That's for being true. there thank you yes, and, yes. And I, so much I, yeah. thank you thank I, you I would, Steve. I would encourage i would encourage other citizens to do as much yeah thank you very much okay we appreciate your thank call. you and thank you for being a listener and happy thanksgiving yeah Thanks for giving yes. us a call. Well, I love WCPT. I've been listening for over 12 years. Wonderful. And that's why I'm sane. That's well, why I'm a sane person. We appreciate you listening. Thank and, you. Uh, and please listen to our future calls. Also, we're doing podcasts now, too. So Podcast live. Okay, who's right, next on you. the phone? Hey, good morning, Max. Welcome to our show. Where are they now? Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning, Officer Paul. How are you? Hi, how are you? Thank you for calling. A quick question. Um, I think it's very important, obviously, for what you're doing, but can you expound maybe about families? Because I'll give you a quick uh, a quick scenario. One day we took our son. We we didn't surprise him. We came to the school to take him out for a dentist appointment he didn't know about. Yeah. And uh, 
when the teacher was escorting him to the principal's office, he was bawling his eyes out because it was so unusual for him to come out of class. He actually thought that something happened to his father in the oh. line of duty. Oh, okay. I think sometimes we uh, forget the stress we put on our families. So, Good point. Absolutely. Good point. I'm glad and that you bring that up. thank you for your service. Thank you. Yes, that is something that I also, when we do the psychoeducation training, this is important. We also want to remind our officers, our first responders, you know, about families. We want to also incorporate families in learning a lot about, you know, the traumas and the things that we experience and see and how hard it is for them. Also acknowledge the fact that these families, they're with us. They're with us along the way. Of course. I mean, I have children, you know, I have family, extended family, parents, all that. And absolutely. I mean, how many times have we had family calling up our phones and we're not answering because they think, oh, what's what we're seeing on TV or what we're hearing about? Yeah, could right. it be, That's a you know, good could point. it be you? Yeah. And absolutely, that is very valid. And I think keeping those lines of communication are important. You have to talk to your children. Kids know more than we give them credit for. Absolutely. <laughs> so they're paying attention even if they're not saying it. Um, they they think about things that they just don't let out. So it is important um, as first responders having family members that are along this journey along this ride with us because it, it is affecting yeah. everyone right yeah um, it's important to try to speak about things um pay attention to your children um we need to kind of check ourselves sometimes it's very difficult it's not easy i've had challenging moments myself you know when you've had you're coming home you've had a number of experiences and feelings and emotions that you're going through. Now you have to come in and now I have to be, you know, wear you the hat of mama. a mom. Yeah, right. Right. When right. I've, you know, experienced some very disturbing things that touch so close, which is other, you know, Absolutely. children being victims. It, of and things. you're working 12 hour shifts. That's so, you <laughs> the know, 12 hour shifts, yeah. the demands right. of the job. Right. Hours Absolutely. Too. All right. When we come back, my question, cause we're going to go to commercials. What do you do to, I don't want to say relax or, you know, before you walk in that door, if you have an exercise or something, we'll be right back or, sure. or something to say. Let's go to commercials. Creating since 1973, Abbott Painting specializes in commercial, industrial, and residential properties. Abbott Painting is a licensed general contractor, whether it's a wall, ceiling, floor, cabinet, tower, deck, fence, or anything you can imagine. Abbott Painting, with their 48 years of experience, applies premium paint finishes or wall coverings that will exceed your expectations. Call Abbott Painting and mention this ad for a 10% discount. For your free estimate, call 773-725-9800. Again, that's 773-725-9800. Thank you. Family Entertainment by JJ. JJ is an Arlingtonite-based family entertainer. He is an award-winning balloon artist and clown. He is also a very funny magician and a face painter who draws quick, simple designs to keep things moving. Ask JJ about his big bubble fun and his link to the North Pole. JJ will help you plan your party by using his years of experience as a family entertainer. Use JJ for birthday parties, corporate events, schools, and picnics. He also makes child care, nursing home, and hospital visits. JJ has been entertaining children and adults of all ages for over 30 years. Call now for party planning and pricing. You can reach him at 847 
847-483-4520. JJ is a Midwest Clown Association Hall of Fame inductee. Again, 847-483-4520. Attention out there. Atomic Bingo is looking for show hosts with good personalities, great part-time money, and very short hours. For more information, call 773-805-1900 and ask for Ray. That's 773-805-1900 and ask for Ray. Atomic Bingo, always a blast. Your neighbor prescription headquarters, Tarby's Pharmacy, 5933 North Cicero Avenue, 773-545-0500. We accept most insurance cards at Tarby's Pharmacy. From Fannie Mae candies, Hallmark greeting cards, office supplies, books, toys, sodas, toothpaste, drug items, newspapers, lottery tickets, toys, and so much more. Tarby's Pharmacy is family-owned, personalized service. Open Monday through Friday, 8.30 a.m. to 8.30 p.m. Saturdays 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. and Sundays 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Tarpey's Pharmacy, your neighborhood prescription headquarters. Teach your students the joys of science with Denoyer Geppert. We're the USA's leading manufacturer of anatomical models for education, with a number of our products on display at the Made in Chicago Museum. From autographed anatomy to zoology models, we have something for all ages. Place an order online today at denoyer.com. to JenningsChevrolet.com. Jennings Chevrolet in Glenview is a family-owned business that's been serving Chicagoland since 1958. How has Jennings remained in business while so many of our competitors faded away? The simple reason is that Jennings delivers the low prices plus the quality sales and service experience that other dealers only promise. Every dealership pays the exact same amount to the factory for a new Chevy, but some dealers advertise phony low prices online just to lure you in. At JenningsChevrolet.com, every buyer qualifies for our lowest advertised price. The low price you see is the low price you pay. Jennings has one of the area's largest inventories of new Chevrolets and quality pre-owned vehicles. If you can't find what you're searching for, we'll get it through our express locator system. Thank you for visiting JenningsChevrolet.com. Jennings Reputation. Limo-style private tours of Chicago's historic downtown, lakefront, Magmile, Chicago mob, ghost and haunted stories, historic churches, stunning architecture. Up to six people per tour, we pick you up and bring you back in style. For Chicago tours you'll never forget, call 312-841-2560. That all-important phone number is 312-841-2560. guests in our studio is Elizabeth, Paul, and Arlo, her therapy dog. Welcome back, Elizabeth. Thank I think he's sleeping me. not too loud. <laughs> you know, he's he's getting a little therapy. I should lay down, too. 
You guys clean these carpets lately? No. Oh, I'm not laying down then. Forget about it. <laughs> Forget about well, welcome it. Welcome back, Elizabeth. Also, Elizabeth is a Chicago police officer for the city of Chicago for about 19 years, and she has a non-for-profit foundation called Resilient Heroes. It's law enforcement, trauma, suicide, education consultant. Uh, she's going to give out her information. Listeners, give us a call, please, at 773 773- Seven six three nine two seven eight. If you have a question for Elizabeth, um, she just does tremendous work and helps so many people. Do you dream those numbers laying in bed? Yeah, <laughs> seven, seven. <laughs> and, and Mary's writing it down and well, calling you know, and it's a station. So you're I'll be okay. honest with you, Artie. When I started, you know, I copied it down a couple times, but now I don't have to. It's all. Show them the tattoo you got. I'm just kidding. If uh, I had a tattoo, it would say, hey, listen. Hey, listen, that's it, true. You know? yes. All right. Before we went to commercials, I said, how do you decompress? That was the work I would Before you go home and walk in that door. Is there music? Is there something you do in your car? Because you said you have an eight-year-old and a what? Eight-year-old and a ten-year-old. Ten-year-old. My Karina and Landon. Okay. Wow, Hello great. there. You know. Um, so for me, it starts... You know, in the past, I've had to learn. It, it took me a while. Okay. I, it, this doesn't come easy. Um, I know nowadays everybody talks about breathing, and I was one of the first individuals that would be like, get out of here with that. I, whatever. I am uh, breathing. Are you reading my notes, sir? Because I have a question for you in a second. Oh, no. That really? I saw on TV. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. But, yeah, I mean, there have been moments, and I do this now. Um, I started to learn. It really does work if you do it the right way and if you give it a chance that breathing uh, exercises do work. It's just sometimes it's it's just you're so worked up, you got so much going on. But I would on the drive home start to do the breathing in through the nose and out through okay. the mouth. Um, I would start to just kind of like go over what I had experienced if there was something really tough wow. and just kind of hmm. ground myself a little bit. I mean, it's it's not always easy. I'm not gonna lie, it's not. But, no, you but have a tough j- job. just trying yeah, to be right. a little more consciously right. aware, yeah. right. you know, parenting is difficult. And so I don't want to come out and start barking at my kids and yeah, yelling because ultimately I'm really struggling with with something I'm still carrying from what I've experienced. Right. So you don't want to walk in the door. Go to your room. Right. And you're like, what did I do? <laughs> I mean, even at times been gone. When yeah. we're, we didn't even have like a traumatic situation. Just the fact that we're in this authoritative um, position and we're you know handling things a certain way out there. I don't want to come in the house and just kind of be like screaming barking yeah, orders like course. hey you. <laughs> or, I want to interrogate my family hey, or bark at your husband. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? I was watching yesterday in one of the new shows okay. and they have psychedelic. Breathing? Have you ever heard of that? I have. I don't know much about it, I was but wondering. I have heard that this is a thing. It's a new thing, and it's not taking psychedelic, um, I don't want to say drugs, but plants. Mm-hmm. But I was watching this show, and as a matter of fact, this reporter here, I don't know, it's on CBS. I know we could, they'll catch up. But she was like crying and all this. They, they get into this deep breathing, and all of a sudden less air in the brain and all this stuff that's bringing been out emotion out. Yeah. i was like wow you know i never heard of that type yeah. of breathing yeah it was so today already yeah elizabeth with all the stress people have it would be a good thing if they adopted their breathing technique yeah i mean because that'll help all right bobby let's do it right stress. now go ahead okay. okay give me the button there will you <laughs> the breathing will be and what do you want 
You know which one. No. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. <laughs> go ahead. Hit that hey, listen. I messed something up. I can't. I okay. Go ahead, Bobby. I don't know what I did, okay. guys. Hey, hey, you listen. get in your car, and what should they say? Hey, listen. That's it. That's, I think nice that's try. how he nice did it try. through the that years. Nice try. Yeah. Let me yeah. ask you. Let me yeah. ask Elizabeth a question. Now, listeners, I met Elizabeth, I think it was in August, was it? Yes, at the CC Rock yes. Conference. I attended the Cook County Regional Organized Crime Task Force Conference for three days. It was at the Homeland Security Building in Glen Ellen. In Glen Ellen. And they had Elizabeth give a class on trauma and suicide prevention in the public sector. Yeah, we were talking about... And I had the pleasure of meeting Elizabeth. I didn't know she was a Chicago police officer. I had the pleasure of meeting her and her husband, who's a sergeant in the Chicago Police Department. And then we started talking about the suicide prevention Mm -hmm. and how needed this is, Yes, you know, and the awareness. Now, are you available as a consultant or through your company, your foundation, to go to other police departments and fire departments in the state of Illinois? Absolutely. So, um, and to interrupt you, you, you like to go to like Greece or somewhere too. So if there's anybody <laughs> out there that needs her, her dream uh, vacation is going yes. to Greece. Okay, go ahead. Absolutely. No, so I work with a lot of agencies um, outside of the state, in the state, and ultimately we're trying to provide trauma and suicide psychoeducation. We're trying to educate officers on all that there is involved in trauma, what we go through prior to getting on this job. People have trauma they haven't dealt with during, after. Yes. And so we're trying to have individuals understand what we can provide as far as options for resources for mental health, um, what potential things you can do and learn to do for yourself for Mm self-care to help yourself when you are coming home and you are going to be dealing with family after you've had this tough day you know there are different ideas or different things out there psychotherapy isn't a a one-stop shop it's Mm -hmm. there are more options um everyone has different options but ultimately we want to teach officers how how to better self-care for themselves um advocate for themselves, understand the world of mental health and what is available out there. There's so many things that people aren't familiar with. Um, I know, it's like a dark... dark. Oh, it is. And so ultimately, you become... Once we have more information, we have options and we can navigate, we will have better outcomes Mm -hmm. as opposed to just sit there in silence, suffer, wait till you're in crisis, and then things can go extremely bad. I've never been a police officer, but as a man, I'd probably be this macho guy, and I don't want to tell anybody I had a bad day. I'm a macho guy, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's fine. And you can be your macho guy that you want to be. Yeah, but that locks up into you. But ultimately, as human beings, right, and especially in in this type of work as first responders, we are having normal reactions to abnormal situations that we're right. being put in. So if we don't deal with those reactions that our body is having, our mind, because our brain is an organ, mm-hmm. you know, we have to deal with these things. If, if we have a heart condition or we have any kind of cardiac emergency in this moment, that tough macho guy 
that really, you yeah. know, yeah, right, tough guy, right. He will he will be willing to get that ambulance and get him to the hospital for that Absolutely. cardiac yeah. issue. Right. But when it comes to our mental well being and our psychological, a lot of people stability, don't want to talk about. No, it's it's absolutely not allowed. No, yeah, I, don't I don't want to deal with it. They it's not talk, okay. They don't want to deal with it. Yep. But yeah. our brain is an organ, just like our heart. So why are we not taking care? Of course, these bad things are happening ultimately, and we're seeing them in 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 with endings such as suicide because of the fact that we didn't want to deal with handling these psychological, physiological, emotional, mental issues. Honestly, human beings, we all have the ability to cry. Mm -hmm. Don't you think we were given that ability for a reason? Like things have to come out and have to be dealt with. Right. At some point, it's a matter of when, yeah. not if. Well, or else it's just going to go really I don't want to put you on the spot, Elizabeth, mm -hmm. but already a question for you. Is there now, you know, I'm retired six years, but now is there like for each watch in Chicago, is there someone besides your sergeant? Can you, is there like a support team that they have Good in question, Chicago Bobby. now? So there's always been a peer support. There's always been peer support and there are resources within the, with our department and many departments um, where you have your, um, EAP, you have your peer support, so it varies. But can you get them at 12 o'clock at night oh, or absolutely. 3 in the morning? Oh, yeah. that's good. You There's definitely I mean? resources available, yeah. and the, the department puts that out there for people. But um, sometimes people are not comfortable with just the Calling. internal. They want yeah. to go out. So, again, however it may be, the ultimate goal is to make sure that we take care of ourselves, whether it's internally, reaching out, outside it doesn't matter. The point is that you have to make sure that you deal with these things or else it's yeah. just going to be a recipe for a disaster. Yeah. Well, listeners, we, there's a new number. It's called 988. It's the Suicide Crisis Lifeline. Write it down. It's number 988. Like they have 911. They put this out last year, I believe. Yep. It already? Yep. We, we've had this publicized this hours on our show. 988 Suicide Crisis Lifeline. If you know any of your friends or loved ones that are having any kind of issues, write that number down. It's always good to have. Right. You know, yes. Call your friends. Yeah. Call, <laughs> I mean, whoever you want, your priest, yeah. your rabbi, I don't know, whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah. Call Art. Call Bobby. Yeah. We'll talk to you. Or call yeah, Elizabeth. Yes, you yeah. can always call reach yeah. out That's to right. me. Yeah. I, I'm not Elizabeth, a psychologist, number right. but right. definitely Email. we are here to offer the resources available yep. for individuals if you're having issues with even substance abuse. I mean, what are the resources for that? What are if we if we need to go and get some help? Where do you begin? That's the issue. A lot of people are not aware of where to begin. Right? Um, what does it look like? What 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 with my insurance, whether I have it or not? If I can't pay for something. If I need to well, go inpatient that's a, that's a or outpatient. That's a worry on people's mind because yes, if they true. don't have the insurance, they say, well, where am I going to go? Yes. Am I, am I going to end so up in county or what? there's so many resources available, know, so, and that's yeah. what we want people to have. What are my options? What can I do? Listen, we know when something's not right with ourselves, right? We can I lie know. to everyone oh, yeah. else. Right. But we know when something's off with us or right. when we're struggling and maybe we want to or on, you know, we're not sure what to do, who to turn to. We can work this out. We have to figure this yeah, out right, ultimately. Right. And so the Hope for Heroes project at this point is what we're really trying to get out um, to di different agencies and let them know, hey, here are all these components. This is all the information that we need to discuss, put out there to first responders 
and get them all of the information, all the self-care, all the resources necessary for them, their families, etc. Yeah. It's just, it's a whole, it's well, a Elizabeth, big piece. we cannot thank you enough. Listeners, this Absolutely. lady is unbelievable for her dedication, support. I'm going to put her on the spot. Now, who you do know. you reach out to to talk to? A girlfriend? Uh, you know. I mean, and, my sister, my mother. Okay. I do have a good support system. Okay. Right? Unfortunately, not everyone has a solid mm-hmm. support system. Mm-hmm. But again, with this... And this, with this Hope for Heroes, this is one of the things that we talk about as well. You know, if you don't have a support system, what can you do? What else can you go? Can you do? How do we help those individuals that maybe don't have family, yeah. don't have that support? Right. So there's, we, we really try to cover everything and just give as much as we can for individuals yeah. to have. Do you want to give out the email, the webpage, yeah. and all that good stuff? Yeah, so, so promote people, your foundation. Yeah, please. Sure, so and, again, and we are... If anybody wants to make a donation as well to our foundation, that would be for great. profit, yep. Yeah. Yes, especially that Hope for Heroes project yes. that we've we've set out. It is the Resilient Heroes Not-For-Profit. It is um, www.resilient-heroes.com and I'm Liz Pohl, and you could always call me at 773-842-9784, and I have an email of liz at resilientheroes.com. Okay, great. Any kind of um, uh, seminars coming up that um, is open to the public? It's probably just for officers. And- so we have... Um, spoke. Our focus right now has been this Hope for Heroes project, but we will be... Um, hopefully looking into offering maybe stuff for families um, and the public. Yeah. Um, families suicide. are important, too, because, yes. you know. Yes. I mean, there's a, a lot, too, with families, unfortunately, of those who have unfortunately taken their life. They've unfortunately been forgotten, in yeah. a sense. Like, oh, how do so those sad. families navigate after such yeah. a horrendous situation? Wow. You want to talk it's about so trauma? Yeah. That's oh. very traumatic. You know, the... Uh, Paternal Order of Police, you know, the FOP right. uh, that represents the Chicago police officers, they just uh, um, installed a monument outside the pathway to the police union hall. Yes, they have. Uh, you know, unforgotten heroes. Yes. Unfortunately, officers, nice. men and women, they have killed themselves. Mm-hmm. No names, but to honor them, Absolutely. which is okay. really tremendous. Yes, know? that's... Wow tremendous on oh, their part to have done to honor um, them because those are individuals that as were important as anybody else they're suffering yeah suffering in silence do you have a number in the last year how many people in the united states uh, that serve i do not have a number okay. with that because they yeah. do tend to split military and okay uh first responders but blue help is a good uh website that really kind of keeps track of a okay. lot of um officers and first responders and they kind of break it down yeah it's just already it's just too many but it's oh, a I know. huge even one, even one is too many huge. yeah unfortunately it's more than that but it, it i'm is. just saying but if we are proactive if we start it's a very tough conversation to have but if oh, we definitely. start talking Absolutely. about this and we start talking about what what that looks like right from beginning to the end what's happened to an individual we can learn from it and we can be more proactive definitely it is true uh, I'm trying to think. It, I think we covered everything. Oh, no, we didn't. Your favorite sports team. Did you tell us that? <laughs> I Your did. son. 
How about, said, a, how about a professional sports team here? You know, we got a lot of people going here. You know, we have a Sox fan over there. You know, we have a Cub fan here. Is there a professional team uh, um, that you like locally? Locally? So, you. sure. The, well, mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't really follow sports okay. a whole lot. Okay. Music? Um, yeah, I do, Museum, I do love to dance. Okay. Oh, cool. What kind of dancing? Excellent. Salsa dancing. Salsa? Yes. Nice. That's all. So that's that's one of my favorites. Isn't isn't our uh, general manager be taking up salsa right? I don't know, but I think she should give you guys a salsa lesson at the oh, end no. of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Forget about it. Uh, next week we got Ink on Hands. Uh, Jack Cravol will be talking about how this corporation took over local paper and ran it down. <clears throat> I can't say the word, but look at this book. I've never seen a book like this. Big print. Have you ever seen one like that? Uh, yeah, for all the other senior citizens. <laughs> uh, this was his regular thing, but thank you. Uh, it says large print edition. Maybe because I got it on, uh, you know, me probably got it at thrift books or no, something. No, you got it on Amazon. Oh, Amazon. Ari gets most of the books on Amazon. <laughs> I have a library now that he, he's provided. That's right. You know? <laughs> what do we got coming up? Uh, November 26th, St. Demetrius Church donate uh, donation gift drive. Uh, I also have, I also, yeah, I also have an announcement. Medina, we had, we had an Oriental guide from Medina. I'm active in the Medina Shriners. You know, okay. we have yeah. hospitals for crippled yeah. children and right. burn institutes throughout the United States. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Medina Temple, located five five zero Shriners Drive in Addison, Illinois. We have a new thing this year. It's called Festival of Lights. Oh, okay. And we have over, I want to say, two dozen Christmas trees. Oh, 40. wow. Oh, 40 trees. 40, I was 40 there. trees. And <laughs> each of them are decorated, yeah. different themes. Oh, wow. And, and you can put your raffle ticket in there and win you it. You can win the tree. Now, how do you get it home, Bobby? Well, that's a problem. Okay. <laughs> you have to get your friends to help you. Well, okay. Arlo carry it. Ah, Just tie there it we up go. on Arlo. It's a great way to support the Shriners. It is. And this Absolutely. is from November 20th, Oh wow. I think, through the 25th. For information, yeah. you can contact the MedinaShriners.org. Okay. And they're located at 55. Zero Shriners Drive in Addison, Illinois. Yeah, I was uh, at the Veterans Lunch and you invited us. It's a great event. So listen, they are great. Thank you. We've seen them in the parade. They're amazing. Oh, yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Also, I want to give a shout out to uh, Leonor. Today's her birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Leonor. And anybody else? Um... Uh, happy birthday to everybody. Happy yeah, Thanksgiving. Happy birthday, yes. everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. And happy Thanksgiving. there's a brand new book out called The Loop Files. And we're going to have the author here uh, next next month. It might be January. But he's coming on to talk about the good old loop. And I'm trying to get a hold of the original loop girl. She's retired out in California. Remember those days, Bobby? Wow. You got something wrong with your eyes? This print is so large. <laughs> I told you. I, I, this print I ordered so large it. It came in. Book. I'm like, take a look at this book. I so can read excited. that book in the dark. It's like going oh on your God. phone and expanding Artie, you the letters have your out. Eyes <laughs> also, no, remember, I got mine done. I can see across the yeah, way. Wow, this book about a year ago. You know. Also, listeners, we're going to have uh, the person, remember the trolls years ago? We're working on the trolls. Trolls with a bright orange hair, yeah. yellow, green hair. Binnie Babies. Yeah. Uh, upcoming oh. upcoming shows. Yes. Santa's so coming. Oh. oh, Santa, yeah. We got the book on the Walnut Room Christmas Tree. Oh. At Macy's. Track that down. Yeah. 
So we that'll got a be lot fun. of fun shows in, uh, going on. Yep. And you're welcome to come back anytime. Thank you. Thank Elizabeth, you so much thank for you so much me. for your good right. work. It was a pleasure. Thank and bringing you. your beautiful dog. Thank you. It's grateful to be here. Your dog does And happy work. Thanksgiving yep. to all. Thank let's you. see. Somebody's and texting. Let's else. see. Yeah. Uh, we got great show from Val, so we're doing good then. Excellent. You know, Thanks for listening, Val. Our executive producer Bill. in L.A., she gets up early. Thanks for listening, Exercises and listens to us. Yeah. My God, our executive producer. <laughs> executive producer. All right, listen, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thank you. And we Take love care, you. everybody. Take care. Okay. Thank you. All right, bye.